So you want to start taking the macrodosins of the psilocybins, the fungi that changes and alters your brain. You want to take the mushrooms that create these magical trips that take you off into faraway places and make the walls in your house drip and the ceilings fall. And that sounds crazy or scary, but um, you want to start taking the small doses of them to help your brain. You want to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you. You want to stop these addictions to the alcohols and the SSRIs and the Adderalls and the uh, whatever else you're addicted to. You want to start taking this to feel better. You keep hearing about these magical funguses that cause change, but you don't know what the fuck it does. How the fuck do you do it? What does it mean to microdose psilocybin? Well, you're in the right place. I'm sorry. Um, I started talking like that and I thought that it would be just authentic to how I would start this uh, because I've done a lot of these podcasts before. I've done episodes about mushrooms and microdosing and other, um, you know, ketamine and all these other things. But up here, I usually talk about the scientific aspect of it. And honestly, I can't even say what I do before because I really can't remember exactly what I did in the past with these episodes because I never go back and listen to my episodes. So I'm here to talk about microdosing psilocybin. I am not condoning it. This is purely for educational purposes. Legality aside, if you are in Amsterdam and you're listening from Amsterdam and you're deciding to hop on the microdosing train, you, I, this is it. This is what you need to listen to because you're in a place where it's legal. So... I'm not going to talk about the scientific aspect of the microdosing. I want to talk about why people feel a difference when they microdose. What is it and, and what helps, <clears throat> Jesus, am I going through puberty? What helps somebody feel a difference when they're microdosing, when they're taking psilocybin? What is it that causes a change that lets somebody release the hold of their addiction to alcohol or, you know, taking SSRIs, even though it's not really addictive. It's just, you feel like you have to take those. Um, and you shouldn't I'm letting everybody know now, if you're listening, this is a disclaimer, please do not stop your SSRIs cold Turkey or your SNRIs, whatever it is. Don't stop them cold Turkey talk to your doctor on how to decrease the dose if that's what you want to do because I'm just letting people know do not stop taking those and then just start taking mushrooms it's you're gonna it, it, it fucks too much with your neurochemicals and you get brain zaps and all these weird symptoms just please don't do that so from what I've seen and what I've gathered through educational research and then um, just talking to people and all that, Psilocybin is, yes, scientific or biologically does it work on your brain? Yes, it causes this, I've talked about it a million times, this state of neuroplasticity, which is a state that opens up your brain to uh, receiving new information easier. And it just, it allows your brain to be um, 
they say it's like like neuroplastic it allows your brain to be plastic it allows it to be malleable so it can it can change and it can connect certain neurotransmitters or neuro circuits and you know if you have an old way of doing something or an old opinion or an old judgment or something a very old story in your head that you've been using your entire life because you got it from when you were a kid and nobody really knows how to change their narratives in their head from when they were a kid because it's our narratives they're they're hardwired into our brain so what psilocybin does is it and and other uh, psychedelics anything that causes this neuroplastic state it allows you to stop that that uh thought or decrease it a little bit and open up new parts of the brain so you can start to make new connections and new judgments and new opinions and new everything so that's the sign and that's the biological thing of it i've done episodes about that before i want to get into the emotional aspect of it because a lot of people can they they believe that if they just take this medicine they're gonna feel better and that's it and i really really want to push and advocate for people who are doing the work are are really figuring out what it is that causes them to have this anxiety that they're trying to get rid of or this depression or this OCD. There's a root cause for everything that we do. Every every uh, neurological thing, every, uh, uh, I should really say like personality traits or I should say, um, you know, uh, ADHD and OCD and uh PTSD and there's all of these there's a lot of disorders disorders there we go mental disorders there's reasons for them there is a root cause behind what is going on in your brain and in your psyche and in your emotional brain and in your mental brain if that makes sense there's something going on that's causing these disorders to manifest and you might not know what those are so what mushrooms do and what probably the most powerful thing that they do is they help you connect to yourself. But if you are a person that does not have a relationship with yourself, you don't know who you are. You've never sat down in front of a mirror or, you know, with an open journal and wrote to yourself or talked to yourself. If you've never really created any type of relation to you, it's going to be very hard for the mushroom to try and help you connect with yourself. The whole idea, and I'm going to get a, more into like the more the spiritual the side of it, the whole idea behind these plant medicines in the past, when you're talking about like back in the days, or not even back in the days, still in these countries where they do these mushroom ceremonies, they do these plant medicine ceremonies, it's not, they don't take this every day. It's not, mushrooms are not something that they, they, they do a schedule where they microdose them every day. It's, or maybe they do now, but I'm talking about the ceremonies that they, you know, I'm sure you've, you know what I'm talking about, but these indigenous tribes will sit around a fire or a shaman will be there and they will be, you know, doing certain chants and really, um, building a relationship with the fungi. And then when you take the fungi, it helps you connect with your higher self, with your spirit. 
It helps you connect to something that is more than just on this plane, that is just here right in front of the mirror. It's just like, it's, we're so, we're so stuck in the idea that this is it. A lot of people, not all of us, but a lot of people are just stuck in the idea that like, this is life. It is what it is. And the idea with mushrooms is that it says, no, like, let me show you that there's so much more you're connected and you're so much more special than you think that you are. You're not just here to live and breathe and fuck and eat and, you know, make babies and work and then die. There's such a bigger purpose behind all of this. That's what the mushrooms help you do. They help you connect to your higher self, to your soul, to whatever you believe, whatever, whatever beliefs you have. If it's God, if it's the universe, if it's Allah, if it's Jesus, if it's, you know, whoever, they help you connect. And I'm just going to go with what I believe. I believe that we have souls and I believe that we are connected in this universe and there is a higher purpose for us to be here. There's too many coincidences for me to think otherwise. And when you take mushrooms, I, you know, I'm not, do I say what I did (laughs) when I've taken mushrooms in the past or, you know, whatever, um, intentionally or before in the past, I would just take them because it was like, Oh, it's kind of like, I'm treating it like a medicine. Like I take it every two to three days. That's how I microdose with it. But now throughout my journey of learning about these psychedelics and the plant medicines, they, they're so much more powerful than that. And it's not just another medication that you're going to get at the pharmacy because that's what the pharmacy does. They give you a pill that you have to take every day or twice every day or three times a day. And it's, it's, it's just a it's just a chemical it's just a chemical that's going inside your body and regulating something inside of it to make you have less of a symptom but then they also create other symptoms psilocybin is a spirit psilocybin is a is a medicine that has a spirit behind it just like cannabis has a spirit behind it just like when you go and do ayahuasca ceremonies it's a ceremony for a reason they have cannabis ceremonies they have cacao ceremonies they have dmt ceremony they have so many ceremonies it's a, it's a spirit. There is a special gift behind this fungus that when you take it, just taking it like medicine is just not that it's wasting it, but it's not living up to the, you're not letting it live up to the potential that it can live up to. Because a lot of us don't like to, they don't, we don't like the idea of something going inside of us and being a spiritual, uh, a spiritual movement inside of us because if you're not connected to your spirit why are you ever going to want to take something that's going to show you what being a spirit is like sometimes we just don't want to know the information that the psilocybin is going to give us so that's why people start to microdose they don't want to take these big doses so then the microdosing which is great if you don't want to do that that's fine but there has to be an intention behind how you're doing this microdosing, how you are relating to this fungus. Because when it's right in front of you and you just take it with no intention, you're just treating it as another medicine that you could get over the counter. But when you set an intention behind what you're doing, just like when you set an intention for anything, if you, if you play a sport what is your intention? Your intention is to go out on that field or in that rink or in that arena and or on the court. And you want to, 
your intention is to is to work hard and to be present in the game and to be focused and to win to help your teammates win to help yourself win intention is so important when you're cooking dinner what is your intention to create a delicious meal to cook it and follow the directions or do whatever you're doing and then finish and then eat it and make a palatable meal intention we we you you have intention behind so many things that you don't even realize so if you think that just taking this this fungus and being like oh let me just pop it in my mouth and then go about my day and not setting an intention behind it it's silly and when I say intention, a lot of people, you know, and I even myself believed like, I'm going to take this because I just want to be happier. I just want to not be depressed anymore. I just want to not feel anxious anymore. That's a great intention, but you got to dig a little deeper. Microdosing, you have to be willing to get vulnerable with yourself doing any psychedelic when you take heavy doses of a psychedelic you kind of have no choice but to get vulnerable with yourself but when you're taking something at a micro level you're not getting those those serious um just heavy you know psychedelic hallucinations you're not getting these serious effects from the medicine because it's such a small dose but it's still so powerful it's still creating a change in your brain you're still creating that neuroplastic state. So if you're going into the neuroplastic state with just, oh, I don't want to be anxious anymore. Your brain's like, okay, well, how the fuck do you want to do that, bro? Your ego's just sitting there like, nice try. How do you expect us to do that? Your ego is sitting there. It, The ego is what causes it. It's not a bad thing. I always say it. It's not true that your ego is not your amigo. We need our ego. Just like we need our soul. They just got to balance out. They got to work together like a team. And a lot of the times in this society, we are only taught how to live from our ego. We're taught how to survive, how to fit in, how to make money, how to make others like us, how to fight, how to argue, how to make your, get your point across, how to feel important. We're, our ego is that thing that, that makes us, it, it just wants us to be safe. It wants us to feel scientifically that you're like your amygdala or biologically or whatever, but in a spiritual sense, your ego just wants you to be safe. Your ego is there to protect you and make sure that as while you're here on earth, as you're, you're a soul here on earth, your ego is keeping you in this human form. It's helping you adapt and it's helping you be in this human environment because we got to adapt. We got to form. We have to act like we can't just act from our soul the entire time because then we would get eaten alive. The ego has to be there to keep us a civilian. It has to keep us uh, like a, like a human. I don't know, but I hope you get what I'm saying. These allergies, man, they are just, it's unbelievable. I'm not literally, I, I, it's unbelievable. They're constantly, every episode, I feel like I just snorted 10 lines of cocaine. <laughs> or I just sniffed a, like a, a, a bush or a flower or something with pollen. You know what I mean? So the ego is there. But sometimes, not, not sometimes, the majority or all of the time, anybody who is experiencing uh, relentless anxiety and depression, chronic 
mental disorders, they just haven't regulated their ego and their soul. Their soul is sitting in the back like, yo, whenever you're ready to connect with me, I have all the answers to help you. But the ego is just like, no, 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 I got this, bro. I got this. We're going to make money. We're going to fit in. We're going to make sure that people like us. And then when people don't like us, it gets hurt. And we don't know how to deal with that. When somebody says something mean, we don't know how to regulate it. We don't know what the, the, if we knew what the soul, if the soul was there and it was like, hey, that person is saying something mean to you because they're actually hurt. Or hey, that person that did that, it actually doesn't fucking matter. The, the soul is the, the logical mind. But it's not always there because a lot of us don't know how to connect with it. So the ego sets up front and it just does its thing. And when we're younger, it's great. Everybody's working with their ego. We all get, you know, it's like, that's why like y'all, the young kids, when you're a young kid, you don't really have any like hard opinions on anything. It's just like, you get along with everybody. And then as you get older, you start to build opinions and form judgments and all this stuff. And then the ego is just like building and building and building and building and building. And then it just creates this being who you are. But then after a while of being so disconnected with yourself and being so disconnected with your soul and your spirit and the universe, it's just like, this is something doesn't feel right. I'm not vibrating on a good level. What the fuck is going on? Why am I so depressed? Why am I overthinking everything? Why am I so anxious? What is going, why am I, why do I have OCD? Why do I have PTSD? Granted things happen while you have PTSD, but these traumas that happen in your life still build on the ego because nobody teaches you how to cope with things. Nobody teaches you how to connect with your your soul. Nobody teaches you anything on how to be a human. They teach you how to make money. They teach you how to fit in. They teach you how to sit down and do nothing. And that's it. But this is where I digress. Mushrooms are here to connect to you. They are not just here to do some biological work on your neurotransmitters. They are here to connect you to the wisest version of you, the person who is calm, who has inner peace, who is able to go about life and just be. We are human beings. We are not human doings. We don't always need to do, 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 do. We don't always need to react. But society has taught us that that's how we have to do it. So when you take mushrooms if you're thinking of microdosing just ask yourself these questions why am i doing this and if let's just go with one answer because i have a lot of anxiety and i want to get rid of this anxiety or i have a lot of depression and i want to get rid of this depression write it down for a second write that down literally i want to get rid of depression or i don't want to be anxious anymore I want to get rid of this. You're going to be anxious. I want to get rid of anxiety, the chronic anxiety, because you're going to feel sad sometimes. You're going to feel anxious sometimes. It is the part, the beautiful part of being a human is experiencing emotions because every time that you experience an emotion, there is something that you are learning from it. You're learning about yourself through your emotions. And you're learning about the way that you are, just the, the traumas that you've had in the past and the, the core beliefs and the, the opinions and judgment, everything. All of your wirings create you to have certain emotions. So when you have these emotions, you got to connect with them. But I digress again. Write down on that piece of paper, I want to, 
Why, why are you taking this mushroom? Why are you microdosing? I want to relieve myself of this chronic anxiety. I want to figure out why. I, for, well, first, that's what it is. You want to get rid of chronic depression, get rid of chronic anxiety, get rid of PTSD. You want to get rid of certain things. PTSD, obviously, like therapy is great. You have to, I feel believe everybody should see a therapist, but not a lot of people want to see it. So I digress again. So you're writing this on a piece of paper, and then I want you to put it, put a little circle around it and then draw out little lines. What does anxiety mean to you? What does depression mean to you? I'll go with what some of my patients say. Depression means I have no motivation. I have no will or no self-worth. I have, I believe that I'm not good enough. I don't feel loved. I don't feel important. I don't feel like anything matters. With anxiety, I feel like any little thing drives me up a wall. I feel like if the smallest inconvenience in my day could ruin it write that out and then pull back from there. Why? Get deep with yourself. Why does, you know, a person clicking their, their pen drive you up a wall? Why does the thought of, you know, when you leave the house, you have these super anxious thoughts about like something's going to, you know, I, I don't want to get in the car. I don't want to drive on the highway. I don't want to get on a bus. I don't want to. There's just so, so many things. Not many. There's, I've just heard so many uh, examples from people. And then you got to look deeper into it. What is causing this idea? And a lot of the times you will not have the answer to that. And that's usually where therapy comes in. But then if you're microdosing, this is where you just connect with your soul. Because when you connect with your soul, your soul has the answers. It's great to work with somebody who does integration, integration work, because while you're doing the microdosing and you have these sort of thoughts that pop up, it kind of sucks when you don't have anybody to kind of work with that's unbiased in your life that can kind of explain, okay, I believe that maybe you're having this thought because of this. The The job that I do is I create the the connections between the thoughts that people have during their, their uh, journeys. And then, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of things about, you know, a lot of people are the same and it's crazy because everybody's on their own journey. It's just different narratives. I always say that. And a lot of people have a lack of self-love. They don't, they can look at themselves and they like the way that they physically look, but they aren't coming from a place of self-love or they could look in the mirror and they absolutely hate their, the way that they look. There's just that there's a lot of lack of love with self in people. And a lot of the times it's because of a disconnect between you and you, a disconnect between the relationship that you have with yourself. If you don't have a relationship with yourself, why are you going to like that person? If I bring up a random person and show you a picture of them and I say, do you like this person? Do you love this person? And it's a person that you've never seen before, or you can see them now and you're like, yeah, I like them because they look good, but you don't know anything about the depths of them. You don't know anything about their, their, their psyche, about their inner workings. You don't know anything. So you're not going to like that person. And you may believe that you have this connection with yourself and that you have this relationship with yourself, but 
a lot of us don't. You may know your favorite color and what irks you, what are your pet peeves. You may know all of the the dating questions because you've been asked them since preschool. You know, what what what's your favorite color? What type of music do you like? What who is your favorite singer? All of this stuff. But have you ever asked yourself what is your what is your your deepest fear in life? And I'm not talking about a spider. I'm not talking about a snake. I'm not talking about a shark. I'm not talking about, you know, having your your whole family be killed. Obviously, that nobody wants that. I'm talking about what's a deep-rooted fear that you have? Like I have a fear of not fitting in. I have a fear of failure. I have a fear of my fear, my own fear is getting to my deathbed and having regrets. So a lot of the times throughout my life, I have not done things out of fear of regretting them. And that's not a way of living. But anywho, just get deep with yourself. Ask yourself questions. Before you're starting a microdosing journey, you got to build some type of relationship with yourself. You have to get to know yourself on a deeper, more vulnerable level. You have to get vulnerable. You have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. I don't say anything about anybody having to do anything, but when it comes to this and your mental health and you're trying to figure out exactly what it is, or maybe you don't even want to know, you just want to get rid of your anxiety and your depression, I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. You, In order to do that, that's where medications come in. That's where antidepressants come in. That's where Xanax comes in because it numbs you. But I will tell you that the amount of people that I have worked with that have been dying to get off of these medications, it's because they don't want to feel numb anymore. Because when you take something that numbs you so much or SSRIs, which bring your your serotonin levels up to a baseline where it doesn't, you, nothing, serotonin is there to make you feel happy, right? And when you're taking an SSRI, you're taking something that's balancing out your serotonin levels, so you might feel good. It, it, it causes the the uh, the inhibit not inhibition. It, it inhibits the reuptake, the the recycling of your serotonin, so it leaves serotonin in your brain swimming around for a little bit longer. So you feel the effects of the serotonin. You don't, and serotonin is great, obviously, right? It's your it's the the chemical that just makes you feel at ease. It makes you feel happy. It makes you feel like everything is okay in the world. It helps you sleep, all that stuff. But when you're taking a medication for so long that keeps that level up there, when something good happens, your brain doesn't have the serotonin to release. It doesn't give you an up spike of serotonin to where you can feel this joy, but it also doesn't decrease it when you have um, something that would cause you to trigger you to get depressed or anxious. It also doesn't cause the depletion of the serotonin and like it's it's you don't feel any joy but you also don't feel any sadness so like what but that's just living a very apathetic life you don't have any feelings and that gets old very quick and i can say that because i met a fuck ton of people that it has gotten old for 
and they're just like, I want to get the fuck off this medication. It fucks with your libido. It fucks with your, really everybody complains about that. It fucks with your libido and you, some of them make you gain weight and all this other stuff. But in reality, the main thing is you're, you're messing with your brain's levels. And there's a, a, there's a reason why you have, there's a rooted, a deep rooted reason why you have the depression and the anxiety and just trying to balance yourself out or numb yourself with medication. I mean, it works for some people, but a lot of the people that I've met that have been on it for a long time are just like, dude, it, it sucks because I don't feel any joy. I don't get to enjoy my life. So you're just living. And you're just kind of, that's it. So where was I going with that? (laughs) The mushrooms don't do that. They bring you to a sense of basically introducing you to yourself and getting you to be a little bit more vulnerable with your emotions and your feelings and they're they're there to show you something that you need to work on every time that i'm telling you because i don't like to take mushrooms on the daily you shouldn't take them on the daily anyways because it's just you're wasting it but it's because you build a tolerance so i just have to say that but when you're just when when you go on i've done the microdosing schedule before where i've done it for a couple months And I've realized now that I am very introduced to myself and I have built a relationship with myself and my spirit and I feel connected. I take the mushrooms when I feel I need to, I'm just, I need a little connection or, you know, I just went on a nine day or 10 day vacation and I didn't really do anything to connect my soul or whatever besides like nature and stuff. But I came back and I was like, I just want to connect. And I work with people and the people that I talk to, I feel like I am speaking through my soul when I talk to them. So I like to keep it in check. I like to check in with myself. And sometimes it could be a little bit hard to do that. So the mushrooms just help you. They help you connect with your with your spirit so you can really get to know everything that's going on inside of you. And, you know, they're so it's so in-depth how the mushrooms work, obviously. And I could I've already gone on 30 minutes about it, but the main thing that I just wanted to the main the main point that I wanted to get across is just if you're ex- planning on microdosing, just have an intention first to just try, try to connect with yourself. And it's not a thing where you could try and fail because your soul is there. You're not a soulless being. You know, they say like people sell their souls to the devil. What the fuck? What? They're just too connected with their ego. Their ego has just taken over and they do not know how to get out of that amygdala driven and ego driven way of being. So then they just label themselves. So I, I, I sold my soul to the devil. I'm soulless. What the fuck? No. That's not how that works. You could believe it. Who knows? It could be wrong. But from all of the learnings that I have and all of the lessons that I have gathered and all of the uh, knowledge and all of the coincidences that cannot be coincidences, you are connected to a soul. 
And when your ego is in overdrive, it's very hard for your soul to speak through to you. And that's what the mushrooms do. They help your soul. They help you connect to your soul so you can start asking questions and giving yourself answers. Your soul, think of it as literally the wisest being. The person at the end of your life that just has all of the answers. That it just knows. If you have, uh, if you, if you want to go into mushrooms and ask like, you know, I, I really want to know what it feels like to feel love, unconditional love. I want to go back and rewrite how I feel about my love or the love for myself. I want to rewrite uh, what it is when I look in the mirror and I see something so disgusting. I want to love myself. I want to, there's so many different examples, but you just got to be in depth. You got to connect. And that's what it's very, I believe having time to yourself in the morning, especially on the days that you are doing microdosing, check in with yourself, figure out how you wake up in the morning. How am I feeling emotionally? What, what is affecting me emotionally right now? How did I wake up? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I, and those are so basic. Am I, am I reluctant about something? Am I anxious about something? Am I nervous about something? Write it out. And then connect to your body. How is my body feeling? Do I need to, what should I, what, what do I need to give my body today? Do I, do I feel dehydrated? Do I feel like I need to move? Do I have a lot of like just pent up energy inside of me? Do I, do I need to go release this? Like, what is it? How am I feeling? And then mentally spiritually just fucking connect with yourself if you don't believe in the spiritual aspect of it yet understand that you making a intention creating an intentional practice with microdosing is going to take that biological neuroplastic state of your brain and tenfold change it it's going to give you so many more answers so many more answers than just taking it and expecting something to happen, expecting a change. Because then when you treat something like a medicine, like a pill that you're just taking every day, that's what it's going to act like. It's intentional. Everything is intentional in life. Okay, I'm going over the time that I allotted myself to do this. But the people had to know. The people had to know. So if you have any more questions about microdosing, um, I could go on and on about it, but that's the main thing that I just wanted to get across is just have some intention behind it. Connect with yourself. Uh, it's just, it's have an open mind to understanding that it's more than just a quick fix. Like allow yourself to believe that there is a deeper meaning behind it. It's not just a dried up mushroom that causes you to hallucinate. It's so much deeper than that. And if this was a new thing, sure, I would believe that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This hallucinating little mushroom is going to make me th that I see like my friend's eyes move all over the place when I take it. And I, you know, I could see colors. I think that that's going to change me and connect me to my soul. Okay, no. But this has been around for a very long time. Mushrooms have been around for longer than we have been around. And the the practice of the uh, psilocybin 
it's been around for a long time and it's changed a lot of people's lives. And it's not just a coincidence. It doesn't just happen to random people. Some people think that they take it and they're like, oh no, I had a bad trip. I'm never fucking taking that shit again. Okay, you had a bad trip because you went in and you had a bad, it was probably something that happened that day or you just have a bad mindset or, you know, a million things. There's no such thing as a bad trip. It's your anxiety and your ego that are causing it to be a bad trip because you're, again, once again, your ego is there to keep you safe. And when you are so connected to your ego and then you take something that is different and changes the way that your 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 visuals are or the way that your inside or your emotions or your thoughts are, your ego is going to hold on and be like, bro, fuck no, we need to start panicking. That's what happens when you first take your fucking first bite of an edible, okay? When I first took my or my first ever edible back in high school, whew, was it a good time at first? Absolutely. Did I sleep like a baby that night? Absolutely. But the time in between those, I thought I was going to die. But I wasn't connected to myself. I had never done it. I didn't know what the what the idea of not feeling, I knew what the idea of feeling drunk was, but I didn't know what the idea of feeling different emotionally and mentally is like. So I was like, um, I need to leave this movie theater right now and I need to go puke, thinking that that would do anything, but it's already in your bloodstream and it's already in your system. But when you take anything for the first time, and your ego is connected, it is going to pull back. It's going to pull back the reins and be like, no, 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 we're not doing this. But when you surrender, when you let go and understand that you are safe and you're in a safe environment and you're with safe people and you're with people that you, you trust and you feel safe to be vulnerable around or you're microdosing and you're just understanding that you're you're safe because you're getting it from a reliable source all that stuff again i'm 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 deterring from it but you know just be safe with it okay because when you're safe with it you are safe and you can surrender and you can let your ego let go of the grasp Again, I just go on these tangents and I can't remember what I was going with. But just, yeah, disconnect. When you're too connected to your ego, you're never going to want to disconnect from it. So that's why people have bad trips. Do you have to go outside? So that is all. Thank you for listening in. And I'm... If you have any questions about microdosing, let me know. Anything that I should... um, talk about on a podcast episode let me know anything else besides mushrooms that you would like to know about ketamine or you know just life in general just let me know okay i hope you guys have a beautiful day and uh that's it do you subscribe if you if you can whether you are on Spotify or Apple or Podbean, whatever you're listening to this on, if you could just subscribe, that'd be pretty sweet. Okay. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a beautiful night. Take care of yourselves. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Get to know yourself. 
Peace out.